Hey there, ho there, hi there. It's your favorite babes of retail. I'm Janelle. And I'm Kim. And uh, we are here today to discuss primarily uh, Daredevil Season 1, Episode 6, titled Condemned. Um, Kim has since actually watched past this episode because I'm impatient. But it's also good. But you guys have gotten into it, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, and, it, like, it's not like it really changes much because I had already watched this whole season anyway. Yeah. So. Okay. So the episode kicks off, and we were discussing last time that we were unsure of how it was going to um, pick, like, how Matt was going to get out of that situation because he was surrounded by cops oh, and yeah. there wasn't really anywhere for him to run. Um. But turns out he was just going to beat the shit out of the cops. Yeah. And I guess we could have seen that coming. My mom points out that in every episode, Matt gets his ass beat. Yeah, I know. And I think there's actually, like, one part where you see him take his shirt off and that dude is just scarred. Like, I like it because it shows that he's not, like, a movie or a cinematic superhero where it's just like, oh, my God, he's great at everything. It's like, nah, he still gets his ass beat. He gets his ass beat handed to him and then constantly (laughs) and he's like super screwed up and there's some fights where you can see that he's still injured from the last one but like he's still going yeah that was kind of like i think it was like episode two or three with the russians where he goes to save the boy yeah i did three and he goes to yeah he like just back from yeah one fight basically to another yeah and like uh i think that's kind of unique especially in the superhero world because Mm -hmm. a lot of them tend to have like super healing powers so like they just get back up and keep going mm-hmm. but not Matt no all he did was get hit by like stuff he knows how to take a punch yeah he does um, I, think it's a, I think it was like kind of instilled in him from his dad exactly so I mean that's cute whatever um okay okay so then it's revealed that the cops are crooked and they're working for Fisk which we knew before? Yeah, but I think Matt didn't know. No, he didn't know because it was at uh, precinct. Oh, I don't know. He seems okay. I think maybe whatever. Maybe he just didn't know how many. Maybe yeah. Maybe that. I think yeah. I think that's what surprised him was how many are actually. Because then, um, so then like he beats up the cops and then him and Vlad escape to the warehouse and then like, well that's skipping ahead. So I'll wait. So then it goes to um. Ben's investigation and uh, that's when like it starts to become popular with the media that like all those warehouses exploded um, and then Ben heads down to one yeah but um, where I the cops it, are at yeah and I thought it was really neat because uh, he's using a deck of cards I thought that looked really cool yeah I really liked that idea and He's got the king with a question mark on it, and Fisk is supposed to be the kingpin. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. A little nod. Because yeah. I don't think they ever say it in this season. Like, I think he just goes by Fisk the whole time. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, I'll let you know soon. Yeah. We're, we're, we're nearly there. Well, we're halfway through the season. I think season, there's 13 episodes. Out. Yeah. Um, and then we see some of the cops going through the wreckage of the warehouses. And one of them says, if they're still alive, shoot them. And I'm like, but the warehouse is, like, obviously exploded. So if you tell people all the people died in the wreckage, and then they see gun, sh- gun wounds and bullets in their heads, like, what? <laughs> well, unless, <laughs> unless, unless like, like, 
a lot of the cops that are working the case are, um, uh, but a lot of the cops could be working with this, doing like the morticians and stuff, so it doesn't matter if their stories are, like, accurate, because everybody's working under the same person. Yeah, and I guess a lot of people will be media. asking. A lot of people won't be asking questions about Russian mobsters, probably. Yeah, hopefully not, at least. <laughs> um, so then, like, Vladimir and Matt have a whole conversation in... in Matt, I said Matt. <laughs> have a whole conversation in the warehouse about how Vlad won't... or, uh, Matt won't kill Vlad. Um, and he asks him what he's gonna do about Fisk, if he's gonna kill Fisk when he gets to that point. He says, no, he's gonna, um, go to trial. And, like, like he's supposed to. And I'm like, damn it, Matt. I know. <laughs> you and your fucking justice. Yeah, his moral compass is just on point. He has such a weird moral compass. Like, he won't kill anybody. So, like, in that case, he's really similar to, um, to, like, Spider-Man and the other bigger heroes. Yeah. But also, he does some pretty dark-ass shit. Yeah. Like, he beats the shit out he of He breaks people. a lot of bones. Yeah. Like, he breaks at least one bone every episode. And it, like, watching this episode more than any other point so far for me, like, this has felt, like, Matt is pretty comparable to Batman in terms of, like, style. You I know? thought that too. Like, they're both pretty, at least, like, the Dark Knight movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because, like, he didn't kill anybody in the Dark Knight movies and whatever, Justice League, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. And so, like, he's pretty aggressive. He's willing to torture. And then, like, I, w- I noticed uh, they both like to use the dark to mask their attacks. Yeah. But he also has, like, Batman where he just appears and disappears. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that, too. Um, so then we go, and in the hospital... Um, oh, because when the buildings blew up, Miss Cardenas got injured, so they took Miss Cardenas to the hospital. When they got there, we realized that Foggy's injured. Mm-hmm. So then, Miss um, Cardenas and Foggy and Karen are all in the hospital, and then so is Claire. And Claire is injured. She's not supposed to be there, so she's in street clothes, but she's still helping because that's just the type of good person Claire is. Yep. I love her so much. I do, too. Yeah. Um, I love her until it comes to her love life, and then I'm mad. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's because like Matt wasn't going to be a, like a relationship for her. You know, I want them to be, but, but it's can because be. of him. I know it's his fault. Ugh, whatever. I don't need to delve into this because I just get on a rant <laughs> and I'm upset. Well, rant. This is our place to rant. I just like I don't even know if I would like them together. It's like Nancy and Steve on Stranger Things. Okay. Like, you want them to be together, and they're all cute, and then they break up, and then, you know, Jonathan starts to spark, and you're like, oh, maybe I like that better. And then you're like, do I really want Claire and Matt to be together, or do I think I just like the idea, because she seems to be, like, the only woman in Matt's life, because I don't think Karen's good for Matt. No, I don't think so either. So it's just like, she seems like the only suitable female. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, actually going with the Karen part of that, um, when she's leaving Foggy, and he says, this is a pretty good first date, huh? And she's like, I've had worse. I'm like, I love you two so much. I know. And like, and so Dallas is watching too, and he said that it's clear that Karen only sees Foggy as like a sibling or like friends owned him hardcore. And I was like, no. I mean, yeah, I can see it now because he said she confides too much in him to be like, oh yeah, to be like, like to courting him. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I feel you. I just don't, I just don't see, but, uh, yeah, 
I just don't see Karen and Matt being together, but also, like, I want Matt to be with someone, because he's so freaking hot. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, he's got a... I think what's left to be desired about Daredevil, because they haven't done it a lot, really. You know, I think, like, a couple times in season two. But, like, in Jessica Jones season one, there's a bunch of sex scenes. Come on! It's, it's, a, like, it's like when they do sex scenes in Supernatural. You're like, oh my god. I'm like, damn. I forgot that I, I needed this. <laughs> like, usually it's Dean. Yeah. Or when it's Sam, it's... Anyway. When it's Sam and they die after. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, but then uh, while Claire is helping in the hospital, Matt calls her. Yeah. And uh, and he needs to know what to do about his wound. Right. And I can't believe he found a flare. I can't believe... Okay, this whole scene is so weird to me because she asks, well, like, what do you have to work with? And he just goes, hold on, and magically hears the stuff in the room? Like, that is the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen in the superhero movie. Yeah, and I, I kind of, like... Okay, so I, I, I don't know... I know for a fact that if I were to cast as a blind person, I would not be able to successfully execute that. No, for sure, because you don't really know what it's like. I forget that he's blind half the time, because I'm just like, because of stuff like that. Yeah. Foggy even says in in this episode, because Karen's freaking out that she can't get a hold of Matt, and he's like, I'm sure he's fine, you know, even I forget that he's blind the way he jumps around. So, like, but yeah, so... Um, he grabs a road flare, the road flare, and, uh, Claire tells him not to stop even at, or no matter how much he's screaming, and she's like, that part's a little bit for me, because Vlad is the one who, like, had her beat up. Um. Um, but I thought that was kind of dumb, because it's like, they were in a hidden place, and it's like, wow, just like, now he's just alerted. scream your freaking head off, because, uh, we're trying to stay uh, incognito. And then, like, one of two good cops on the force hears him screaming, and then he comes up, and Matt, like, asks him who he works for, and he says he's only got two months on the job, so, like... That's what was sad. It was like, he didn't have to die. Yeah, so that part was, like, really hurtful, I guess, like, heartbreaking, because, like, Matt didn't have to tie the dude up, and that's what got him killed, ultimately, because, like... Uh, the guy calls the cops, or, like, lets them know what's going on in the warehouse. And I get it. Like, you have to do it. You have to do what, like, your moral... Yeah, just, like, I mean... Obligations. And, and, like, there's such a stigma around Matt that he's just this terrible, terrible person. So it's like, if I was a cop, and I came to -to face-to-face with the person that's in causing havoc in Hell's Kitchen, like... Mm -hmm. Or who we think is, of course, I'm gonna do my job and call it, or like call for help and stuff. It's like, yeah, especially so, if I'm a newbie. Yeah, so I get it, but also maybe mad. Yeah, it's sad. And then that guy calls the cops, and then Matt ties him up, and then later when the crooked cops are coming through, they find him and they just kill him. So <sighs> that's sad because that's gonna look like it's Matt too, and they. So that's another thing that happened in this episode, too. It's revealed that Fisk has his hands in all the media, so that they spin it so that this is Matt. Uh, pro- a bunch of, like, propaganda news stories about this shit. Yeah. Uh, and they... Fisk has three cops murdered. One of them being his own. Yeah. Um, at least one of them being his own, I guess I should say. And then they use that and say that Matt killed them, but, like, nah, dude, he, he's blind. <laughs> Yeah. He didn't snipe anyone. 
Um, oh, actually, so one of my questions, it, or what, like something that we don't know, at least as of now, but also like not even by the end of the season. Okay. Like, how did Fisk get to be this powerful? Like, that's yeah, what I want to see. like we, I think we mentioned last week. It's like, where's all, where is all this money coming from? Yeah, like I know we had said before that like he's probably brokering some deals. Is he in season two? Only briefly. Mm. Um, I won't tell you where. Yeah, but I don't want to know. It's just like momentarily. Um, like I think one episode. Dang. Um. Yeah, which I. Th- think he's gonna come back in the next season hopefully they're like, filming right now right i think they wrapped because i saw kate so i was pretty sure i'm pretty sure they're done Woo! they started filming jessica jones season three okay i know that one just happened so okay yeah that makes sense yeah so it's exciting yes um but yeah, that's definitely something that like I hope that they'll touch on in the in the future is like how he got to this point because we saw a little bit of his backstory and you've seen it now in yeah. later episodes. But yeah, that's something that they didn't really go into, at least not as far as I remember. And then Matt and Vlad start fighting, and they fall through two. Okay, floors. that was such a dumb move because he like slams them into the ground and they fall, and I'm like, dude, where did you? What did you think was gonna yeah. happen? It's a beat-down warehouse. Like, what? What did you think? I'm like, you gotta be smarter than that. And if Matt is so, like, tuned into the mother... In so... The world... I brought up to my mom last night. I was watching a scene where Matt was fighting somebody, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dang, he really is just getting his ass kicked. Like... Yeah, he's not a good fighter, really. <laughs> I think it's because of what his dad told him, where he said... It was his dad or it was Stick. Okay. Was Stick in this episode? No, he's the next one. Okay. That's okay. That he lets his rage take over. So, like, he gets so blinded by his rage that he's just, like, yeah, going stick. for it. And then it's, like, I think that that really is yeah. why he doesn't fight well. Because he starts the fight off really well. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, okay, you're getting hits and you're dodging them. And then all of a sudden he just starts getting his ass kicked. And I'm like, dude, you gotta, like, not have that happen. So, um, not that you've watched Avatar yet, but in the future... Um, when you do, mm-hmm. and then for anybody listening that may have seen Avatar, it reminds me of the Firebenders mm-hmm. because like uh, Zuko is taught. Yeah, you <laughs> were you Sag- Sagittarius? Yeah, yeah. I'm a Sagittarius. Also, I am a Firebender. Yeah, I took the Buzzfeed quiz. Well, it worked out the same way for me too. Like I'm an Aquarius, and it's an air sign, and I got air. Oh, so what? Yeah, weird. Um, but but Zuko gets taught that. Like, he lets his emotions take over when he's fighting, and that's what causes him to be such a poor fighter, because he's, like, irrational about his attacks. Yeah. When he needs to be calmer and stay in, like, a more, like, air state of mind, because the air, like, nation is all monks. Yeah. So they're pretty peaceful. Um, you would really love Avatar. (laughs) I I need to watch it. I don't... I might just end up buying it, because I know I'm going to love it. Yeah, dude, it's, like, 30 bucks for the complete series. Oh, so it's not too bad. I might just add that to my Amazon wish list right now. They're releasing the Blu-ray, and that's why it's 30 Because I think if you get DVDs, it's like 20 bucks. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, okay, so they fall through the floor, and then Vlad has more of a conversation. Uh, Vlad almost dies. Oh, Matt yeah, Vlad does die. Yeah. And then he brings them back, and I was like, oof. <laughs> and then, well, I wrote in my notes, I was like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen, Matt? Like, you fell through two floors. You think he wasn't going to die? He's literally got a bullet in him. Yeah. Um, but then they have a whole conversation, and then Fisk calls him over the walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And that is the first time that they actually speak to each other. Yes. And it's totally and it's a distraction. The quote unquote last time. Yeah. Because Fisk is like, well, then this will be the last time he turns off his radio. And then I was like, uh. <laughs> he's serious. Um. Yeah, but the whole time he's talking to him, it's just like a distraction for him to set up all the other bullshit that he's doing. Um. But Fisk says, like, you and I are trying to accomplish the same thing. Which I think is true in their heads. Or That's at least what I was going to ask. Like, are you, do you think they're two sides of the same coin? In a way, yes. I just think Fisk took the more mob side to it. Like, he took the... I think Fisk is doing it the wrong way. Like, he has, like, the Russians who do terrible things. So, obviously, Matt wants to get rid of them because they're doing terrible things and tearing apart families and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I think they want to accomplish the same things. I just think one of them's doing it in a good way and one of them's doing it in an evil way. Mm-hmm. Or a bad way. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and Matt's is, like, on a more minor scale. Yeah. Too. This um, is, like, like purse thieves and stuff. Yeah, he's going of. for more, like, the civilian, which I guess is, like, the whole theme Like, of your the friendly neighborhood daredevil. <laughs> kind of. I think that's, like, the whole theme of this, like, the Defenders run, is they're supposed to be, like, B-list heroes, you know, even though they're great heroes. They're, like, the Avengers are the ones who are taking on the, like, global threats. Yeah. And Daredevil's just working on his one little section. imagine if in, like, Infinity War Part 2 they brought in the Defenders? I would lose my fucking mind. I would, Imagine these dark ass characters on the bright ass scale that is the Avengers. No, <laughs> they couldn't. They, they couldn't. No, because the way like when the you way- watch Jessica and Luke, the way they even speak is inappropriate for the Avengers. Okay, I mean they couldn't, but that would be like I would love it. Because well, honestly, I was hoping they were going to bring them in for Civil War because Daredevil is a big part of Civil War. Oh, okay, but they couldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah. They'd have to pay them too much. True. But I wish. Ugh. I wish I wish with all my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody, please, please make this happen. Please, Marvel? Anyone? Um, honestly, I would even just take a cameo in the TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, just the fact that they bring it up, I'm just like, mmm. Yeah. Okay. Satisfying. Yeah. Um, okay, we already talked about that. There's not a whole lot less left to this episode. Um, Vlad goes out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, and I, like I said, I was kind of con- conflicting emotions because it's like he's a bad guy, but like also he's being kind of nice. It kind of reminded me. I know this is very different, but it reminded me of the end of Shaun of the Dead mm-hmm. when Ed like stays behind in the shed to kill the zombies. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's or or in a tunnel. But, yeah. So. Yeah, that, very different things. Very different. Very themes. different, but also similar tones. But yeah, and then Matt just like doesn't even think twice about it. He's like, "Okay, my dude kicks the lock off." The well, door I think leaves. Matt realizes. Well, he tried to get him to go with him, but then I think Matt realizes like, "One, well, this dude's dead. Two, how's this dude gonna get care, proper care? Because it's not like he can just walk into a freaking hospital and be like, hey, this guy's shot. Yeah, don't worry.'" So the episode was, like, relatively action-packed. Um, and then, oh, we forgot to mention, um, Vlad, right before they before Matt leaves, tells him the name of the accountant, Leland. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot his last name. But, um, so now Matt has that information, and then he tells him, 
you're gonna have to kill Fisk. And and then it also is interesting, like now that I'm on episode ten, it's an interesting for me to see that how Matt has pulled a thread within this group of monsters. Yeah. And it just completely unravels. Like, this one guy has created this domino effect of a shit show. It's like everything was perfectly fine, and then as soon as Matt started to intervene, so as soon as they went after Karen, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I just, just think that's shit. crazy. Like, yeah. how much, like, Matt ended up changing yeah. the way that their whole, like, world is run. I wonder what would have happened if they hadn't gone after Karen and thus Matt hadn't found out. Like, I wonder if they well, would have yeah, gotten away with all their stuff, or... Maybe. Well, it was because of the, uh, of the cop that, like, gives them info. Right. The checking clerk or whatever. So it's like, if they would have gone after somebody else, would they still have gotten it, or... You know, which is... Yeah. So many what-ifs. It's interesting. Sometimes the comics do that, too. Like, they'll do, like, a what-if issue. Like, if something had been different, how would it have affected the whole um, gameplay? Yeah. And I I think those are kind of neat. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so that'll wrap up Daredevil for us this week. We might be back next week, but Kim is moving. We'll We'll discuss that later. Yeah. Um, So now we have a Reddit contemplation. Um, what is a concept you wish more people understood or practiced? I read this immediately, and, like, I tell people this a lot, so I thought of this, and it's very simple. It's the, what they teach you in kindergarten. Treat others how you want to be treated. And I just, like, I feel like a lot of people are so in on themselves. That's, like, a perfect one for retail. Yeah. Especially in our position. Like, people are just so mean to each other in any sort of like customer service based thing like even if, if you're working food yeah that's a yeah my, that's something I wish people did mine is kind of like similar but it's like open mindedness and listening to one another because everybody wants to say like it was like especially during our, around election time who are you voting for and then somebody would say Hillary and they're like well, why would you vote for her and they go off on you and you're like okay well you just asked me do you want to listen to why or do you just want to continue to yell at me until I just say, okay, you know what? Yeah, never mind. Just fuck off. <laughs> yeah. It became really hard to talk to people. It's still really hard to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I used to be, like, really, uh, like, gung-ho to talk about politics because I wanted to try and persuade people. Yeah. But now it's just so frustrating because those who won are complete dicks and those who lost are salty. Yeah. So it's just, like, annoying to talk to anybody. But that can probably be said for a lot of things, like, a lot of political topics. Or any topics that are controversial in any way. Which, I mean, tend to be more political, but... But, you know, like, gay rights... Abortion, abortion yeah. yeah. Those things tend to trigger people in either direction. And then, whew, yeah. And it's a fun time for everyone involved. Yep. But yeah, that's that would be mine. Is it's just like listening and open-mindedness. and mm-hmm. Because a lot of people will say that they're willing to have a conversation, but as soon as you get halfway through a sentence that they think, like... And nothing shuts me down faster than that. Yeah. If, if you ask me something or if I'm going to give my opinion and you just, like, attack me in a sense... Then I won't want to talk to you. I don't want to continue to have that conversation with you. I just want to be like, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's just extremely frustrating to... And, you know, that kind of thing used to, like, prevent me from 
having um, like participation in debates and stuff like in English classes when we all had to like talk about two things that we thought in a, like chapter set or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one kid who would always call like. Well, not even always. It happened one time at the beginning of the year where he came back at my point because we were literally just, like, speculating on where we thought that, like, the book was going to go. And he came back and said that it was stupid and it made no sense. And I was like, cool. I'm not participating anymore. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. That's, like, how I feel, too. It's just, like, I'm giving you my opinion and whether it's valid or not. And then you just immediately shut me down. I'm like, oh, cool. I guess I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. So... That's fun. That's always a fun time. Um, so, in other news, Kim watched Trolls. I did. It was so cute, guys. It's all about, like, self-love and acceptance and finding happiness within yourself. And I'm just like, aw. They're really cute, but I, I don't know if I can make it through that whole movie. It's a musical, and I love it. Uh, yeah. I love musicals! <laughs> I love them. Um, I'm excited to watch Greatest Showman tomorrow, too. Me, but... too! Oh, it's going to be the sing-along version. You're going to hate it. (laughs) If you dance the whole time, that's all I need. I can try. (laughs) There's, like, this one really slow song, so it'll be, like, interpretive, kind of. Okay. All right. I can try. But I think that's what we need. We'll make a YouTube channel, and it'll just be musicals, (laughs) and you can just dance. Yeah. And then Janelle watched episode one of Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, and, um... It's pretty good. It's like, I think I need to watch more of it to understand fully what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because the first episode is really just lightly explaining the character backgrounds. And it literally does not give you any explanation on why their powers exist. Like, there's like a boom and a flash of light. And they're both underwater. And you're like, the fuck? I think it's something, I don't know, it's weird. I think it's something her dad was working on. Because mm-hmm. they like lightly say he was working on something that like exploded. He was like on a road project. I don't know. But it was good, and it's a lot darker than I expected. Okay. It's on Freeform, which used to be ABC Family. Yeah. Right? Weird. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, I know that they've got some shows that are kind of dark. Like, Pretty Little Liars is on Freeform. Okay. ABC Family. Yeah. And then, uh, whatever, like, The Fosters. And so they do that stuff that's got, like, the... Darker (laughs) tones. Sad stories, you know, like, abuse and stuff like that. And so, like... This was, I literally would never have guessed this from the trailer, but um, our dagger, so the girl, Tandy, she's a fucking drug addict. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And so, and so there's a point where she, like, sniffs coke, and I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell? Like, what happened here? And then the boy's story, um, Ty is his name, so they're both T's, um... His story is that, like, his brother gets wrongfully killed by a cop. Mm. Um, very, very topical. Yeah. Is he, is he black? He's black. Okay. Um, and it's covered up. So, like, the cops tell the parents that uh, the boy, like, what they say? they dr- He drowned? And his body was, like, so screwed decomposed. up. Yeah, like, decomposed. Or, yeah. I think that Loaded. was what they used. Yeah. So they couldn't do an autopsy on him. And so, like, the son says, like, the tie, he says that, like, well, he got shot by a cop and he had red hair and a scar on his face. The guy was like, yeah, I've worked here for, like, ten years, but there's nobody here who looks like that. Um, and he's like, well, he was shot. You would find bullet wounds in the body. And he's like, no, we couldn't dissect the body because it was so messed up and... Uh, there's no proof or any, like, entry wounds. Yeah, if I learned anything from Law & Order SVU is that water's your worst enemy in a murder, murder case, because, uh, 
it like erases all traces Damn. of DNA. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Noted. Yes. <laughs> for any potential story writing purposes, not <clears throat> for not for murder. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's pretty interesting. I think the episodes were only like forty-five minutes. This one might have been a little bit longer because it was the first. Okay. But worth yeah. checking out if like whatever. I don't know. You have so many fucking shows to watch. Uh... So. <laughs> See, my case is that like most of the shows I watch, I'm caught up on, and the ones that I'm not caught up on, I have to watch with Nick. So I can't get caught up on them by myself. Yeah. Like tomorrow, you might as well start another one. Exactly. So tomorrow I'll finish Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> okay, because I'm off. Yeah. Um, okay, so then um, we have another random contemplation, um, which is what knowledge is passed down from child to child without adult intervention? I instantly thought of the the hand games, like the clapping games, like double-double oh, yeah. and stuff like that, because I can tell you absolutely no parent taught me that. But oh my god! Only yeah. kids. Mine's kind of. I was thinking a little too real world, like, like mischievous kind of. Like, what can I get away with? Or like, okay, like signs to look for in an adult to know that they're like irritated or something. But that's a good one. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I like the jump rope songs. I think even okay. And this one's like a little bit weirder, but the S. Yeah, the the, the great like the yeah with the, like with the six lines. Uh-huh. And the, yeah, like that was something we all just did. I don't even know why. Do you even know why? No, I think it was just because it was cool to do. Yeah. Huh. They're just like a bunch of weird things that kids do for unexplainable reasons, and they all know how to do. Like their love for Happy Meals? Oh, yeah. True. I don't understand that. I had a I mean, bunch I of Happy Meals it. when I was a kid, too. So, in regards to next week, I am moving, and I'm not only like moving, I'm moving cross country. So, there's a chance that we won't record for next week. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we're not going to have episodes. We also kind of need to get the logistics down a little bit of how we're going to combine our um, yeah, our, our uh, recordings. Because right now we record just together, like, in one spot. But I'm also kind of looking forward to it because I really It'll think our sound quality will be a lot better. And also I think it's going to be fun. And there's going to be more different things to talk about. And so there's a good... So like we mentioned a little bit earlier, is there's a good chance we won't have an episode next week. But we'll try to figure it out. Yeah, so I'll try to make something happen. If anything, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll do like a like a small little thing. Yeah, um, just like a hey, just like a touching. Thing. Yeah, definitely like keep keep tabs on the websites and Tumblr and Twitter and etc. Because we'll have updates there, um, and maybe we'll try to keep be live on social media. Yeah, like posting BuzzFeed stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely like BuzzFeed quizzes and stuff. Uh, yeah, so. Um, we want to discuss the poll from last week. Uh, so our poll was, what cheesy dish is the best? And Kim had said mac and cheese and fettuccine Alfredo. And mac and cheese was our strong winner at 42%. At almost half, so there it is. Which, like, I'm not surprised, but I'm also, like, kind of shocked that um, fettuccine Alfredo did 23%. And then I had had nacho cheese and grilled, uh, like nachos and grilled cheese. And I really honestly thought grilled cheese was going to do pretty well for this. I did too. And then it really, it came in at 12%. Less than fettuccine Alfredo, which had 23%. And I really didn't think that was going to do that hot. I didn't either. But, and then nachos also had 23%. 
Um, but yeah, we'll figure out a new poll for this week. So yeah, stay tuned and just um, keep an eye out on the social medias. It it will appear. We haven't totally figured out which one we want to do yet, but we've got some ideas. Yeah, and since we've got some time, um, make sure that you are following the Twitter so you can see the poll at Babes of Retail and follow us on Tumblr at Babes of Retail Podcast. And you can email us at Babes of Retail at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for this week. Kind of a short episode, but, you know, such is life. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Maybe. (laughs) All right. Goodbye.